0: This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield.
1: There's just no stopping Ryan Brewster in front of goal at the minute. The Liverpool only has been in an electric form for Swansea City since the Championship restart, spearheading their playoff push, and then scored an impressive eight goals from just 16 appearances since joining the Swans in January. Theo Squires caught up with Wales Online's Swansea City correspondent Ian Mitchellmore to get the lowdown on the striker's stint in South Wales, to find out just how excited the Reds should be by the 20-year-old's performances so far this season. And with Ian also Wales Online supporter for the Wales national team, they also asked for his insight on Nico Williams after the defender's first Premier League start against Brighton on Wednesday night, with the fullback now on the verge of a first international senior call-up. Sit back and enjoy
0: the Blood Red podcast
1: from the Liverpool Echo. Hi Ian, thanks for joining us. Um, First things first, Rian Brewster, from the outside it feels like he's scoring virtually every game. Uh, How's he performing beyond those numbers?
0: Yeah, good to hear from you Theo. I mean, his goal record speaks for itself. Eight goals in 16 appearances is a, a lovely record for a player, let's not forget, who's in his first season as a professional footballer. Just a handful of appearances for Liverpool before he came to Swansea. So hugely inexperienced, has of course had his injury problems as well so it's a big ask for a player as young and inexperienced as him to come into the championship and deliver the goods but he's more than done that but as you say you know you look away from the goal record it's his work rate everything else that he brings to that forward line and he's he's made an absolutely fantastic impact in the in the short time he's been at Swansea so far
1: but he seemed to take a time to find his feet, I suppose, at Swansea. But since the championship restarted, he seems to have taken it up a level. What do you reckon changed for him? Is it just in case of he's familiar with his surroundings more? He's got that confidence and hunger to succeed?
0: Yeah, it's an interesting one because he came straight into the team away at Cardiff on his debut. And, you know, that's a, a really tough game to, to come into. And he barely had a sniff, but, you know, he, he still worked his socks off and, and put himself about for the cause. And, you know, he, he's got that little marquee streak, which. I think the the fans certainly have liked in that fixture particularly but you know he got his first goal against Wigan and you could see that moment of class when he's in front of goal and you know he added a few before the break but he had to be taken out at um Hull. he came off the bench in that one and, and still scored in a in a 4-all draw in the end um but I think this the break's probably just given him a bit more chance to to work on things in um, on the training ground because let's not forget as I've mentioned he's he's barely played senior football before this season or even before January so um, it's, he's still developing at a hell of a rate, and I think that chance to work on his finishing uh, and potentially other aspects of his game as well have, have certainly reaped the rewards because he's come back. He's been absolutely flying four goals since the restart and uh, nominated for the Championship Player of the Month award for June. So, um, yeah, I don't think there was ever any concerns about how he was playing before. He was, he, was, you know, he was showing his worth then, but I think it's just getting used to new surroundings, getting to know Cooper's system. Obviously, he's worked with him before at England's and the Seventeens. Um, but you just—I think—you're seeing the rewards of someone who's had a, a prolonged period at the club now.
1: At Liverpool, uh, Jurgen Klopp obviously has such a familiar way of playing, with his wingers cutting inside, getting the goals, providing that pace, and Roberto Firmino dropping deeper. And it's all about that work rate. Um, how's that role for Bruce to compare at Swansea? What's he been asked to do uh, at Swansea? He's been very
0: much a number nine, so he's led the line in every single game. He will drop deep, especially when. Um, not the last two games against Sheffield Wednesday in Birmingham but there was a, a few where they didn't create too much and he's not had much chances in front of goal um, so he's he's more than happy to drop deeper to try and get on the ball which I suppose you don't want you want him staying in and around that penalty area but um, no, he's, he's certainly a central striker he's he's very much trying to get on the end of things and getting in behind the defence So, um, but you can see like I say that work rate is certainly stemmed from Liverpool and most notably Jurgen Klopp who um, recently spoke about him in glowing terms which was great to hear for, for Liverpool and for Swansea so um, but you, you can see what's been instilled in him at Liverpool and, and why he's so highly rated there and I think this is just giving him a chance to flourish and, and prove that you know maybe not yet because that front line at Liverpool is is spectacular to say the least but he's, he's certainly showing that he's he's got a chance of making it there in the
1: future. Then, what have you made from him as a like, surprise you at all? Obviously, at Liverpool, fans have had such intrigue over him for so long with the injuries, waiting for him to explode into life. He had a good pre season. Didn't quite happen for him during the first half of the season. And it's maybe thinking he's not quite worth that hype, but he certainly seems to be deserving those poor now. Yeah, I mean, he's a player Swansea looked at last summer, and,
0: you know, for various reasons, they couldn't get it done. So, thankfully, they were able to, to get it done in January, but. Um... I, in some ways, I don't think you can ever be too surprised when a, a striker from Liverpool comes down to the Championship <laughs> and scores goals. But you know, as it, you know the injury problems, the inexperience, and everything else—you never know. You know—is it—is it, is it going to be a case of four or five goals? Will he get double figures? And you know, at the moment, with four games left, he's on course to hit double figures if he can get a few more in the last four games. So, um, you know, I, I spoke to him just after he signed. He did a, a sit down with a few of the written press and. He's a breath of fresh air. And one thing I will say is his confidence is through the roof, which is phenomenal. You know, when he's scoring goals, his confidence just must stay so high. And he's got that belief in himself that he's going to achieve success, you know, short term Swansea and, and in the future, who knows whether it's at Liverpool or not. But, um, you know, a very likeable lad. Steve Cooper's constantly asked about him and always says the same thing. But, you know, it's just, it's not about him. It's about the collective and, and what he's doing for Swansea as a club and, and for their promotion bid is. Um, has been nothing short of astonishing, really.
1: You mentioned their promotion bit there. Obviously, he's leading that playoff push. That seems to be in some pretty good form at the moment.
0: Yeah, I mean, the results in August were, were superb, long before Ree and Brewster came. And then they've been a bit inconsistent ever since, but such was their brilliant opening month. They've always been in the mix. So um, a really disappointing defeat to Luton and then a draw at Millwall. And it sort of looked like they were just fading away. But back-to-back wins, as I said, against... Sheffield Wednesday in Birmingham have got them right back in the mix. So um, at the time of recording, they're only a point behind Cardiff in six. So it's a a bit of a South Wales shootout for that final playoff
1: spot. It's always funny with loan players, to whether the fans really take to them or they're a bit suspicious of them thinking they're only here thinking of themselves to go and get that parent move. But as as you've already mentioned, he won those uh, fans over pretty early on with his performance against Cardiff. What do they think of him now? I'm assuming as striker scoring goals, they're loving him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, the the goals are ultimately what they want to see. But
0: um, I I mentioned it earlier on with you know that marquee streak. It reminds me of Liverpool fans will remember the likes of Steven Gerrard, Jamie Carragher when they broke through. You know, local lads, academy lads, and they wore their heart on their sleeves. I know, I know, it's a cliche, but there was blood and thunder from them, even from an early age. And obviously, the, the quality shone through. But it was those traits as well that just endear you to fans straight away. And and Brewster's got that in abundance. You know, you take away the goals, it's not just his personality and everything else, but on the pitch, the way he conducts himself, he won't let a, a lost cause go. He'll chase everything down, and the amount of times, even just in the Birmingham game on um, on Wednesday night, the work rate, it forced them back, and it just let Swansea play on the front foot, and every time he'd won the ball or forced them into a mistake, he got a massive round of applause from the coaches on the bench and, and from the, that his teammates as well. So, you know, his all round game is already looking um, hugely impressive. And I think it's just your fans absolutely love to see that work great. And if you're banging in goals for fun at the same time, then it's uh, it's not a bad mix to have, is it? <laughs>
1: well, we've mentioned the goals, but also looking at his record, there's been a fair few bookings. Would you say that's inexperienced there, or is there a greater cause for concern that he's got this immaturity about him?
0: I don't think it's anything to be concerned about because you look at the bookings. I think the first one was in the Cardiff game on his debut. He was really roughed up by um, a proper old school defender in Sean Morrison uh, that day. Um, But, you know, just minutes after he was clattered himself, Brewster went back into him and and got a booking. And it was one of those I kind of thought it was just more of a statement, more than anything to say, you know, hang on, mate, I'm not going to get bullied by you. I'm a lot shorter than you. I'm... You know, I'm not as physical as you but you know you're not gonna push me about so I think fans actually appreciated that booking because it showed that he was willing to stand up for himself and you know a few others I think as I said that narky streak where you're gonna get these bookings you know he, he works from the front and he's gonna put himself about and and try and nick the ball a few times and you know it's not always gonna work but it's it's for the greater good so um I think it's good to have that little um that sort of nasty streak, if you can call it that, it's—I I certainly wouldn't say it's something to be worried about. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.
1: And you've uh, mentioned his work rate, right? you've mentioned his finishing. Is there anything else that stands out from him? Like but Liverpool fans, obviously, haven't seen too much of him, so there's still intrigue about what sort of striker he really is, because he isn't a big target man, for example, despite the fact that he's leading the line.
0: Yeah, well, like I say, work rate and goals are the two of the things that you, you want in a, in a striker. But beyond that, I mean, his instincts. You look at the last two goals he scored the one against Sheffield Wednesday and Birmingham. They're both first time finishes. He knows exactly where he is in the box. And, you know, both goals were only from about, you know, eight to 10 yards out of goal. So not too far. They're favourable for a striker, but he still knows where his positioning is, who's around him, where the goal is. And you see, that against Sheffield Wednesday, he just stole half a yard from the defender when it looked like it was a 50-50 challenge, and and it was enough to get him the edge to to smash it home. Whereas you, know, he was unmarked in the one he scored against Birmingham, but he still gets his foot right through it and leaves Lee Camp with with no chance. So you know his his, his ruthless finishing. He could he could have had another couple against um Birmingham, in fairness, but, um, and, and the same against Sheffield Wednesday late on uh, before he went off with an injury, but. Um, you know, his awareness of what's going on around him is is astonishing for for a player so young, I'd, I'd have to say. Uh,
1: next up for Swansea, it's two huge games against Leeds and Nottingham Forest, two games that could essentially define this loan spell for him in Swansea's uh, promotion push.
0: Yeah, 100%. I mean, that Leeds game is it's it's mouth-watering, to say the least. I mean, nobody gave him a prayer when they went up to Alden Road back in August and, and they ended up winning in the 90th minute and going to the top of the league. So, you never know. And Ryan Bruce is going to be key to these efforts. I think, you know, with Leeds playing on the Thursday night, 24 hours after Swansea, and having that long travel down from West Yorkshire, you know, could potentially give Swansea an edge. But, you know, let's make no mistake, it's going to be a, a very tough task. But you look at the, the fixtures the likes of Cardiff and Derby have got, it's, it's, it's all open. You just can't predict what's going to happen in this league. So... You know, as long as the likes of Ri and Brewster keep scoring and, and you know keep doing the work he can, it's it's a tough ask because he's playing a lot of games in a short space of time. So, you know, I don't think he'll always be able to keep up those high energy levels. But if he can keep doing the business, then then you never know because he's certainly helped to uh, get Swansea right
1: back in the mix. And what's been the standout moment for Brewster for you watching him every week? Goals, goals, goals. I think that's all you can look beyond. <laughs> and that's all you can look at.
0: But. Um, yeah I'll keep coming back to his work rate because you know it's it's easy to say someone scored a number of goals and you know that's that's all people will look at but he's he's so key to what Swansea do at the moment they can press from the front and it just sets up a platform. The Birmingham game was a classic example because they've changed formation in the last two games they've gone with three at the back because they've got such a, a hefty defensive crisis at the moment that you know, reimbuwed the stayed in that lone number nine role as he has done throughout his, his time at Swansea so far. Um, and he just makes sure that they can press from the front. It gives those behind him, you know, the midfielders like Matt Grimes, Jay Fulton. It gives them so much more time and space on the ball. And and like I say, his, his awareness is is very, um, very impressive for for a player so young. And you can see exactly why Liverpool fans are, are so curious about him because they've they've seen precious little of him. And, and to hear him doing so well from far afield can only whet the
1: appetite for the future. I'd imagine. But he's still young. He's only 20. I've seen comparisons to Harry Kane's progress to having to have those loan spells before breaking through into the Premier League. Uh, What would you say Rian Brewster needs to improve to make it at that elite level?
0: Um, It's it's an interesting one because you look at some of the chances I alluded to in the last two games and... You know, the, the one against Sheffield Wednesday, he's played through on goal. He's got a two-yard head start on the defender and he puts it into the side netting, which you know, for someone like him, you'd be banking on him scoring that. And then there was one at the end of the Birmingham game where he's played through again, tried to lob um, Lee Camp where you know Lee Camp's on the edge of his box, so Brewster with a bit of pace should probably go around him and, and, and stick it in an empty net. So perhaps decision-making, you know, th- this is being overly critical, by the way. Um, you know, perhaps decision making at times is just gonna come, but you know, that will develop with with more game time and more experience. So as I say, I think it's still only is it 16 appearances for Swans in three for Liverpool. So in in a senior career, it's it's less than 20 appearances. So um certainly no concerns in terms of um those aspects of his game developing anyway.
1: And as you can say he's like 20, he's obviously scored what, eight goals this season. Looking at that you can say, well he's gonna make it in the championship for sure. He'll probably make it in the Premier League. Is he going to be good enough for the Liverpool first team one day? Yeah, I, I must admit he's he's already a cut above the Championship. He could certainly
0: slot in the Premier League. Premier League already, I feel. I mean, for the long term, I do think he'll benefit by staying in in this division at the moment, maybe even next season as well. You know, Swansea would love to have him back, but various aspects that mean that that may not happen uh, remains to be seen. But in terms of Liverpool, you know, I think he probably needs a bit more experience yet, just the um, just to get back to grips with with football really after what was a, a really serious injury um for him while he was at liverpool so you know it's it's so tough to say because let's be honest who is going to get in front of that front three at the moment we've seen other really top players struggle to to get in there you know Yip lalanas and shakiri they' found they're going very very tough and i know bruce' is in, a, in a more advanced position to those two i've just mentioned but it's a it's a tough ask but you know if i'm putting my, my neck on the line here he's going to be a top premier league striker and you know, I think that there's every chance that he could make it in a, in a in a year or two, maybe a bit further down the line at Liverpool.
1: And it's an intriguing one looking at Swansea's promotion charge because you'd imagine if they did manage to win the playoffs, then it's an obvious decision to send Brewster back on loan to them. Um, but with Liverpool, it's an intriguing one as well. They didn't sign Timo Werner. They might need a striker. Divock Origi's not performing in this substitute role. So where do you see Brewster next season? Would he be happy going back and being a reserve option for Liverpool? Or does he need another alone spell, a full season of regular football where he can probably or hopefully try and break this 20-goal barrier? I think the ideal situation
0: is is the latter. Him coming back, you know, ideally for Swansea, back to then. Um, but if not, then going elsewhere. And, you know, you look at the example of Harry Wilson where he had spells with Holland uh, Derby in the Championship but then stepped up to the Premier League with Bournemouth. Um, obviously, his situation is slightly different. But I do think Brewster needs to do the same. He needs to go back out because... He is so young, as you say. He's only just turned twenty during lockdown, I think it was. Um, So I think for him, on a personal level, it would certainly be best if he could go out and get another, you know, a full season this time, rather than just a a few months or you know a few more than a few months given the lockdown period and whatnot. But um, that's that's a call Liverpool are going to have to make. And I think you know that you alluded to the the Werner decision, Divacarigi as well. You know that could force Jurgen Klopp's hand and and keep him there um, for next season, although. I do think that wouldn't be ideal for his progress, as much as he could fill in in a sub-role, you know, but realistically is five or ten sub-appearances and maybe a few cup starts. Is that what he needs right now? Certainly not. I think he needs to play week in, week out and play you know, 40 games at Championship level and, uh, and preferably with Swansea and, and Liverpool get a better
1: player for it. Um, whilst I've got you, obviously you cover the Wales national team as well. Uh, what are your thoughts on Nico Williams and Harry Wilson? How do you reckon they've been getting on?
0: yeah the, 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 there's huge excitement around Nico Williams I mean make no mistake he'd have been in the um the squad for for the euros should have been uh probably just jetting back around about now after the final hopefully but um, <laughs> no, obviously he's 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 not he's not been capped yet for the first team but he's played a lot of uh, under twenty ones football and I've spoken to Paul Bowden about him a number of times the um the Wales under twenty ones manager and um, and he's got nothing but praise for Nico, not just as a player, but as a as a personality and his his qualities as well. And similar ways to to Brewster, you can see that those qualities are filtered down from from Jurgen Klopp into him as well. Um, he does all the basics well, and he's just exactly what you'd want from a, a young uh, football professional. So I think he's got a great future ahead of him, and certainly with Wales because you know they're not exactly gifted in the fullback departments on on the right, particularly. Anyway, you have know, Chris Gunter's getting on in his career and you know Connor Roberts hasn't had the best of seasons with, with Swansea he's fallen out of favour slightly so um, but yeah Ryan Giggs is, is a massive fan of Nico Williams and you know it won't be too long whenever Wales do get back whether it's in the Nations League later this year or the Euros next year you know expect uh,
1: Nico Williams to be involved Great stuff thanks for joining us Ian good luck for the rest of the season here's to a few more Brewster goals and a promotion push Yeah all the best Theo thanks very much